Three beers later. Three beers later. Three beers later. Okay, here we are. It's the maiden voyage of the 3BL, which you now know because of the little tiny weird open that, that, that we have. That amazing song. Beautifully sung open. It is called Three Beers Later. Wow. Mark Onweiler is the other voice you hear. Connor Happer. Um, hey, Connor. We wanted to do this because, number one, I think first and foremost, we wanted to find a way to incorporate beer into talking in a radio-like format. Super important. In, yeah. So, I mean, it's not a thing that you can do on an everyday basis on the radio. So, here we are. And basically, that's, I think, the idea behind the show. We want to talk about stuff that we wouldn't normally talk about in Lincoln, Nebraska on our radio airwaves. And drink beer. And drink beer while we're at it. Really, at the at the heart of this is Mar- the beer. Th- this is your idea. Like, this is your brainchild, Mark. So, I mean, w- where did you get this idea and... Why are we here tonight? Yeah, so people, I think if you're listening right now to episode number one, you probably have a decent idea who Connor and I are. We both work in radio, in sports radio. Uh, however, only one of us has a microphone in front of their face. Yeah. That's you. And I just, I always thought, I wonder what that's like. So I wanted to try it. Uh, and you and I, we're, we're good friends. I don't know if people generally know that. We, we hang out. Outside of the office, outside of the studio, generally with a beer in hand. Yeah. And my thought was some of those conversations we have at a brewery, at a bar, in the living room, wherever we are with the beer, they're entertaining. And I thought people might enjoy that. Entertaining and weird sometimes. And weird and weird. Um, And hopefully throughout the three beers. So so the, the format of the show a little bit. Here, My thought was... Three beers, one show, uh, just putting a six-pack between the two of us. So we're going to kind of try and break it up, uh, beer one, beer two, beer three. And uh, by the end of the show, I don't I don't really know where this is going to go. Yeah, no, I have no idea. We just sat down for five minutes before turning on the microphones and didn't really come and, up with much. And pressed record. Yeah, right. <laughs> that, we thought that sounded smarter than anything we were coming up with was to just talk. Um. So... Three beers later, we have six beers. We're going to split a six-pack. I was at a store before this, and I decided to go local with it. We are drinking tonight the Zipline Alpha Modern, which is uh, the newest addition to the Zipline lineup. And I guess we can spend a couple minutes and talk about what that is. It's really good, and it's juicy. Does it taste like beer? And it tastes like beer. Would you say that? Which is my, uh, (laughs) my everyday description of beer. But it's uh, what four point nine four point nine four point nine percent alcohol content from um, Zipline it's Alpha Modern, an IPA. Did you say that it's it's a an IPA, a session IPA? I think their regular IPA is like six percent. Right, uh, their doubles up near eight, and this one sits right right under five. It's it's uh it's juicy. It's grapefruity. I'm already drinking. I don't know if we were supposed to wait. Well, or... I think so. I mean, we're in the podcast now. Okay. We're, we're in it, so, so I think we could start drinking. At some point, there should be a sounder that goes, beer one. The tough time, the the, the thing that we're going to have to do is we're going to find spaces in between what we're saying, like you're doing right now, and drink while the other person is talking. So don't catch anybody off guard, I think, is the, the first idea. I don't think it'll be that hard. Look at you. Look at you drinking right there. boy. Now, see, this is going to be more of an issue for you because I don't generally talk very long. You you're used to that. I talk very short sentences. Um. So the the format of the show, 
and you, we were talking about this a couple nights ago while at a local brewery. Thank you, local brewery. <laughs> and could you explain that a little bit and what how we're going to kind of frame this? Well, the uh, the thought process behind it, and this goes back to my nerdy high school days, but I had heard this quote in high school. It gets attributed to Eleanor Roosevelt, but it's much older than that. And it goes something along the lines of, great minds talk about ideas, average minds talk about events, and small minds talk about people, um, which is three things, and we have three beers, so that lines up. And I've always thought that my mind gets much greater the more beer I have. So we're just going to go in reverse order there and start with people and move on to events and finish with our grand ideas because we'll be great minded by the end of this. Yeah, I think by the by the end, we'll have some fantastic ideas that we're that we're going to be pumping more so if we weren't drinking the session beer to start off. But but we got to we got to ease into this. I understand that. I mean, I mean, three beers in like one hour. Is that we're going to go here? Yeah. Yeah, that'll that'll get you there. I got I got to start drinking. Mark's going to start drinking. Um, okay, so the first thing that we want to get into, we're not going to talk about what we talk about on an everyday basis in our normal jobs. Oh, yeah, that's the rule. And this is our one rule. We're not going to talk about Nebraska football. We're not going to talk about Nebraska basketball. We're not going to talk about Nebraska. So if I wanted to ask you about Tanner Lee right now, you would? I would just drink beer Oh, and not answer the question. So you should try. I like that. Hey, uh, what are your thoughts on Bob Diaco's new 3-4 defense? <sighs> You you uh you uh, think the, good. the special teams are gonna be improved this year? That beer is really good. I'd tell you that. Tanner Lee sure is getting a lot of hype before the season starts. You know his touchdown to interception ratio wasn't that great at Tulane. You're gonna make me really drunk really <laughs> fast. <laughs> All right. So the first thing we wanted to get into was Dayton Morris comments. Danny Duffy, Royals pitcher, got a DUI and I look at Dayton Moore and I look at Danny Duffy and they're both stand-up people. So they got up in front of the media yesterday afternoon and they talked about it. And Dayton Moore, I think you have to know this about him. He's a deeply religious person. You know, he, he and they make sure on an everyday basis what they're doing with the Royals. Um, not really has to do with religion, but more so values and stuff they want to make it a family like atmosphere sure i didn't know that about him but uh i can that makes sense with where this is going yeah so he talks about the dangers of drunk driving and how he tries to make it clear to his organization the people inside of his organization especially i mean i think it, it gets inflated when you talk about what happened over the offseason with the royals to Jordano ventura you know it's you know, it's it, yeah. They're still wearing the patches. It's not like it was that long ago. Mm -hmm. And now, we should say that nothing's been proven that that was alcohol related, mm -hmm. speed related is what they've said. And otherwise, the the files are closed. However, you can put some pieces together there with Giordano and make some assumptions. Sure. So Dayton Moore comes out, talks about the dangers of drinking and driving, and then kind of goes off on a small tangent about it just it was kind of a side comment about. We teach our players or we try to instill the idea that that porn is not a good thing. And that is that right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I'm trying to see the connection. And but yeah, that sounds right. It's values, I guess, that, sure. that type of thing. Sure. And that, that obviously is up for debate. But that part of this, I'm going to burp here. We got a burp break. <laughs> we should mix that into the show. A burp break. Well, the sounder. Um, so that's the part of the story that gets 
taken away. That That's the part of the story that most people are talking about today. It's like, wow, Royals general manager comes out and like is against porn. Where did that come from? You is know, that, is that overstepping his bounds as general manager? You think? I think it's I think it's kind of weird. <laughs> you know, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah like you said, I, I I can see where he's coming from. With the point being that uh, porn can lead to other issues in your home life, domestic abuse, things like that. Um, unrealistic expectations of of how relationships are. Uh, but really, it comes back to back to abuse. And if your goal is to avoid locker room problems, avoid extracurricular issues, I suppose you go at, about that with at, at any angle you can to try and avoid it. And if that means you tell your players to uh, stay off of certain websites, right? Then that's what you do. I think it was more of a a side comment than, than anything. And it's mm. kind of being blown up. Like, you know, this guy's really, really against porn. So TMZ of course goes out and reaches out to a porn star. Oh, doing and, their due diligence. And the porn star is like, uh, okay. Yeah. He's out of line. Porn's really good. Look at me. Porn's been really good to me. You know, she, she, she started saying what I need, I need to see the numbers. I need the studies on that to show where it leads to more domestic abuse. Do, do you think it does? I think that's the that's the question when we get down to this thing. Do you think that it does? Is there any connection there whatsoever? Ah, oh, man, I I've heard that before, but you hear that with video games and movies. That and, was what you said. It right. was like you know, violent video games. Do they lead to violence? People say that all the time. I feel weird siding with the porn star on this. I know, but I think I kind of side with the porn star. I agree. Not, I mean, hey. I don't think it's about a side thing either. I mean, I think they're both right at the it's it's more of a belief thing than anything else, right? Well, ultimately her point was it comes down to whether or not you know right from wrong and can discern reality from fantasy and and make the right decision at the end of the day. Uh, I'm going to say I've I've seen some pornographic films in my time mm. but have not done the domestic abuse thing. So, clearly Dayton Moore's wrong? Well, no. <laughs> I don't I don't think that's the point, right? But like see that that's how you would never be able to tell. That's how you would never be able to tell if there's any sort of connection. This connection between oh, this person watches porn a lot and this person is a domestic abuser. Like I, they're just a depraved person it, all there, around. There's there's got to be some sort of gap there. I don't I don't really I think it is Made a choice. So, what's your favorite porn? <laughs> I don't. I've never seen that porn star before. What was her name? I don't know. Oh, I'd never seen her before. Uh, TMZ said she had won MILF of the Year. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know how you missed her. <laughs> You're uncomfortable already. I uh, like yeah. this. Yeah. I like this. Drink see, up. See, we got to find a way to. Uh, like, I got the headphones on, and we're here in this room again, and it's like, all right, am I on the radio, or what's going yeah, on? Yeah, we, we, we mentioned that meeting that you and I had together, and by meeting, I mean drinking together at a local brewery, uh, and one of our, our topics of discussion was, hey, can we cuss? Can... And I I think we can. Oh, yeah, we can. But it's weird. You, you, af you actually have to 
physically try, I think. Yeah, to, it's to a cuss. It's not just turning off a filter. You have to then take another step. Well, you have to, yeah, you have to turn that thing back on right. somehow because, right. like, when I'm when I'm sitting in this chair and I have this microphone in front of my front of my face, it it tells me everything tells me don't cuss, don't say bad words, or don't say offensive things, don't talk about porn for God's <laughs> sakes on the radio. People people have gotten in trouble for that one here. Uh, we should maybe say we're we're sitting in the the ninety three seven studios. I don't know if we made that clear, but there's there microphones go. here, so we're gonna do that. We should uh maybe we should find a new venue. We need a sponsor. So is that is that the key to this thing? We should we got to take the show on the road and and then we'll just let it all loose. I think so. Mm. Heck yeah. Shit yeah. <laughs> Whoa, that's right. Whoa, that was poorly placed anyway. Was that liberating? My first beer is almost gone already. I can I can be I can be finishing. I mean up. you don't have to like catch up or anything like that, but I'm just saying this is delicious. Has it been an hour yet? No, but we're doing okay. We're doing okay. I think. Is there anything else? I mean, like this is going to be open, and we're going. This is going to obviously be a filling out period, and we need to um, probably prepare better. This is the part of the radio show where you would say, "Well, let's check out the text line," right? Or you would just like move on to the next thing. What right. is the next thing? Is there anything else that you, do we move on to um, events? Do we do the I events got, portion? I got one more people for you. Okay. And I'm going to, I didn't take good enough notes. You mentioned that. The Simpsons, you're familiar with the show? Yes, very. Very? I mean, <laughs> I know that it's on TV. They uh, have had the same composer scoring their episodes for 27 years. I think they've been around for, I don't know, 30 or something like that. But for 27 years, same guy. They just fired him <laughs> right before the fall season. He, he has not yet done any work on this upcoming season. But they fired him. Now, The Simpsons uses a full 35-piece orchestra for every episode. Really? Which is something their creator demanded way back at the beginning of this. So they make the whole episode, and then they score it and afterwards? And they score it with a, with a real live orchestra. I mean, that, that's, like, that's like movie stuff. It is. It's millions of dollars that they're spending on music wow. for The Simpsons okay. for 30 years now. Did not know that. Which I believe is why this gentleman no longer has a job. Because he's too expensive. Because they're, he's been doing it for such a long yeah, time. Right. Uh, however, I don't know what what they do now. They said they told him they want to go a different direction with their music. I mean, I find it unbelievable. First of all, that the Simpsons have been on the air for this long. Were you ever a big fan? Not really. Um, I never watched it. It was it was just one of those things that was on. It's like King of Queens, you know. Yeah. And I probably watched King and Queens way more than I've watched The Simpsons really? in in my day. I was a I was a big fan as a kid. You come home from school. Is it? I mean, so the point of that show, right, is that they have they can. It's almost like South Park, where you could do it like current events type of thing. Is is that? Yeah, but much less so. Much less so. Uh, I think they a little bit, especially with cameos. They're they're always big on cameos, celebrity cameos. So that was kind of how they weaved in the current events. Uh, but no, I remember coming home from as a, a kid from school, and I think it was on at four and four thirty, and I'd plop down and watch The Simpsons, the reruns. And I had a friend who wasn't allowed to watch it at home, so he'd come over to my place. And if you're listening, uh, sorry, Aaron's parents, that we did that, but we did that. <laughs> did so. you ever notice the score? <laughs> I, I twenty seven years. Yeah, that must be it, pretty damn good. I, 
I I I think it's a good thing that I didn't. I guess that that's your goal as a music guy, right? To, yeah, that it just fits in nicely. When you're talking about a half hour cartoon, not you know Lord of the Rings or anything like that. Why? So they're going younger and cheaper. I I, I would guess what they told him was we're just we're going for a different musical sound. Hmm. I don't know what that means. Do you think that, that show goes on forever? I mean, at some point, Hank Azaria is going to die, right? I guess. I mean, that's he's what, 50, something like that right now? Is that all he is? I don't know. Was he 20 when they started that thing? I have no idea. The little old lady that does Bart Simpson's voice can't go on forever. Right, exactly. I wonder I wonder how long that goes. But it, it's one of those things. I, this is how I view it, and I'm not a Simpsons expert or anything like that. But I view it as, like, they can keep that thing going because it's like current events. South Park is the same exact way. It's obviously very, very different. But South Park is so good because they literally make the show the week before it airs. Like, that. have you ever seen that documentary? I didn't know that. There's a documentary on South Park. It's called, I believe, Six Days to Air. Wow. And so they watch the previous episode and then get to work on the next one. Really? Yeah. So it's like the cartoon version of SNL. Yeah. Yeah, it is like that. And I, I mean, I'm super impressed by that. And they end up making an awesome show. And it's it, it's weaved kind of. Or it's making a joke now more than before, I think. It's making a joke of current events uh-huh. than, you know, it used to be. Kenny dies an episode in every single episode. And How long has that show been on? I feel like I remember watching or hearing about that in middle school. You got to be getting close to 20 seasons, something like really? that. Yeah. And I, I never watched South Park. I've, I've maybe seen two episodes in my life. And it, it's changed over the past year, mm, maybe two years now, two full years on it. They actually, like have kept this same kind of storyline going while still kind of weaving in current events, interestingly enough. Yeah. But before, it was just like, okay, Kenny would die at the end of every episode. Boom, reset the world after that, come up with something new, and then the episode's the next week. So does Kenny not die anymore? Kenny does not die in every episode. Really? Kenny dies a little bit. <laughs> but Kenny he's, does not die in every episode anymore. a little anymore. bit dead. Yeah. That's weird. I feel like that was a, a staple, a cornerstone of the show. You want to watch Kenny die? This is where we find out what. Thing. This is where we find out what kind of person Mark is. I think. I just. Oh my God! They killed Kenny. That that's all I know about South Park. So you that's bastard! Not, I didn't know that part. See, mm-hmm. I, I didn't know. I can say that. Uh, yeah. If if you take that away, I know nothing about South Park. There's a Cartman, not Carter. Cartman nailed it. And Kenny wears an orange hoodie. Mm-hmm. Very and good. I believe there's a chef who is black. He's gone. Oh. He was, um, I, I, man, they wrote him <laughs> off. Holy smokes, man. They wrote him off. Everyone was pissed about it. He was mad about it. Uh, they, like, God, I, I don't want to get this wrong, but, like, he, the actor, the voiceover guy, he actually, like, joined the school of Scientology. Oh yeah. And that is something that they had made fun of before on the show. And I don't know if they were pissed about it, but they killed him in like such a brutal way. And it was like this, it, God, I don't have to look, but he's so like, he was mad about it. So, uh, what do you think about Mick Stoltenberg? At the nose tackle? 
I'm drinking. Beer number two. Beer number two. We have arrived at beer number two. So I believe that means we transition into the events portion of the show. Here we are. Our minds are expanding. We are up to average. I feel like a I feel like a better mind, a bigger mind as of right now. I talked about South Park and the Simpsons and porn. <laughs> I'm liberated. That, that, uh, <laughs> that seems about right. I'm liberated. That seems what, about right. What shows have you been watching lately? Uh oh man. Anything new? New? I've been I've been catching up on Game of Thrones. I started that. So I'm on to season three of Game of Thrones. And I'm about to that point where I know I need to keep going, but there's not a whole lot happening. Really? It's kind of slow. You're saying you're in season three? Yeah. It's it's feeling kind of like a like a, a drudge. I don't know if that's the right word there. Well, like, I look at Game of Thrones. I haven't started either. So, right. I, you know, right. I think we're one of five people in the world who haven't watched it. At least that's the way Twitter makes me feel sometimes. If you're somebody else, you can join us next week and yeah, talk about not Game of Thrones. Beer not included, though. Bring <laughs> yeah, you, your own you, damn six-pack. That's the rule, right? If we're going to have guests on this thing, I don't know if we're going to have guests on this thing, but the six-pack is for us. It's not, okay, we have a guest, so now it's two beers later for everybody. No, you got to bring your own beer. Right. So we're not, we're not minimizing our beer intake during the show. I look at Game of Thrones, and I see this daunting seventh season, going to be an eighth season, an hour apiece. Uh-huh. However many episodes a season, and only I'm like, 10. there's only ten, and I'm like, can I really do this? Is it really worth it? All my time, and everyone's like, oh yeah, it's definitely worth your time. And I'm just like, I I don't know, and I don't, I'm not into the whole Dungeons and Dragons right, thing, right? You know, but uh, people are like, oh no, it's not, it's not really like it's, that. It's not, you know. It's just to the point where I'm like, okay, I get like Rob is at war. Maybe go actually fight somebody. I know, I know, you don't know who Rob yeah, is. Where, I, you you yeah. don't know what war is. Please I'm explain not it to, to me. Well, you see, Rob is uh, <laughs> is he a of, dragon of the Stark family from Winterfell. They're they're the northernmost part of Westeros, and uh, they they're kind of secluded from the the rest of Westeros. So they were gonna go. Oh no, I remember Rob's dad. What should Steve. I say? Spoiler, Ned. Uh, he he was removed from his position forcefully. We'll say that. And Rob got mad, and now he's at war. And then he kind of declared himself the king of the north, and he wants to separate himself from the rest of the kingdom. And anyway, he's at war, but I feel like he's not really fighting anybody. He's just kind of there and angry and stuff like that. Like, just go do something, man. And then I, I've heard that season seven goes the opposite direction. I'm obviously not there yet, but they just kind of like bounce around all over the place and there's no more travel time. You're just, you're somewhere and now you're somewhere else. See, that that's crazy to me. And I appreciate a long, like not a, not a drug out show, mm-hmm. but a, a show that takes its time with character development and takes its time doing all of these things because I just finished a show Ozark on Netflix. I, you're probably what halfway through or something like that. I am right halfway now. through an episode. Okay. The thing that pisses me off about that show is it's just constantly something is happening. Really? Something is happening all the time in that show. And, like, I want to get to know, like, I want to get to know more about what the wife, how she got in that situation. There's, like, one flashback episode later in the season. Like, I want to get to know when 
the daughter first finds out that her dad, Jason Bateman, is a money launderer for the second biggest cartel in Mexico. Like, I, you know, I, I want more background. Well, you can't just have all that up front. You know, they got to they gotta feed that to you little by little. Me? You don't feel that way? I, I don't know. I just feel like it's too... And this is a weird complaint, but I just feel like it's too fast. See, I do my my real show watching early in the morning. Half asleep? Half asleep, exactly. I wake, I wake up at 5.30 because I have to for my dog. Um, but then I have about an hour before anybody else in the house wakes up. So that's when I watch shows that I can't watch with my daughter or my wife won't watch with me. Uh, so I, I do that from 5.30 to 6.30 when I am half awake and I need a little excitement, a little something to to keep me awake. Because otherwise I'm just going to fall asleep. I fall asleep during every movie I've ever watched. Hmm. I hate that. People that fall asleep? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, di- I didn't see Star Wars forever because when we were going to do a Star Wars marathon in college, I was passed out with 20 people in the room. Who are you in the movie theater? Are you silent and still? Are you asking questions? Are you going to the Ooh, bathroom? At the movie theater? No, I'm silent and still and probably nodding off. Um, unless it's really good. Man, those those movie theater seats, they're too comfortable now. You, you've got me reclining and telling me to stay awake. <laughs> Some of them are heated. Right. Cup holders and everything like that. All I've the bells and whistles. Got a belly full of popcorn. Well, and you can you, get like a full-blown meal before this. You can give me beer. Right. I am absolutely falling asleep at every movie I go to now. Yeah. Movies nowadays are actually, it's it's work to right. watch the movie. Right. Because you have to pay attention to all these things and you you know you can't be, I don't know. I, I, I want to sit there and I want to watch the movie and I want to be still and I want it to be dark and I want any noise around me. That That is how my dream scenario is watching a movie. And I, I don't fall asleep during movies. When I get into it, I get like I'm I'm freaking locked in, man. Yeah, like right. I am I am watching the screen. If someone's tapping me on the shoulder, hey, d- is this this? I'm watching the movie too. You know, like I I am I am also watching the movie at the same time that you are. I might not know the answer to that question. No, I have different rules for at home and at the mo- at the movie theater. Yeah, I, cell phones put away, and I'm not asking questions, and I respect the whole don't talk thing. Yeah, no, God. But at home, it's completely different. Well, you up walking around or something like that? Well, I'm going to be on my phone and multitasking and probably missing things. So then I have to ask, hey, uh, where'd that guy come oh, from? No. I thought I thought he had hair. Why doesn't he have hair anymore? See, I'll get pissed at you. I'll throw get mad at you. I, I do it to my girlfriend. What are you doing? Why are you on the phone right now? Why are you? Have we look- ever watched a movie together? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think we have. I don't think so. Do dudes get together and just watch movies know. nowadays anymore? Oh, you want to see the new Bond flick? <laughs> come over to my apartment. Sure. <laughs> Now we we should probably incorporate some type of movie review into this show or or a show review. I think that'd be pretty good weekly. We could do that weekly we feature. That. Yeah, uh, I've also been watching Survivor, but not current Survivor. At least three year old and older Survivor. Is that better than current Survivor? I don't know. I just don't have current Survivor available to me because CBS is a bunch of assholes. Yeah. So you have three year old Survivor. I have. Yeah, they just put it up on Hulu. So I have like seasons 8 through 30 or something like that, and maybe 1 and 2. And then there's a gap in there for some reason. But I think they're about to start season 35, so I don't have the last however many. Huh. And you're enjoying that? Survivor is actually really good. It just seems like a huge time waster. It is an absolute time waster. 
Like when I'm sitting there at home and I want to waste time or I have a half hour in between this and that or an hour, I'll just throw on The Office because I've seen them all seven times already anyway, and it's a time waste. That's the thing. I've seen The Office 10 times. I've seen Parks and Rec six times. Those aren't real numbers. I don't I don't know what the real numbers are, but it's around there. Um, and I could do that again, or I could find something new that I haven't seen. This could turn into a movie review podcast, honestly. Huh. All right. Completely new format. Forget that whole Eleanor <laughs> Roosevelt thing. That was dumb. That was shit. Here we are. <laughs> I, I mean, we thought we were going to talk about events like 15 minutes ago, <laughs> and here we are talking about what the hell we've watched. I'm not even on. drinking. I know. I got what so the into hell? the conversation. All right, events. All right. Hey, there was a fight on Saturday. Did, did you, you watch it? Yeah, I did. I did not. Really? None of it? <laughs> None of it. No, you I just saw, saw like the, the still photos that ESPN I tweeted saw, out afterwards. I think Sports Illustrated had video of the stoppage. So I saw like two punches thrown. And I saw some dude in a Cookie Monster suit on the undercard. Oh, yeah. That guy, that little dude was awesome. And that's about all I saw. If that was me, if, if I wasn't anywhere, if, if I was like I was at my girlfriend's parents' house. Okay. And so they had the fight, and they had a bunch of people over and stuff. It was a good time. But if I if if I was just stuck at my house and I didn't want to spend a hundred dollars, I would have found some sketchy ass like Periscope somewhere. So you know, someone was doing. Oh that. yeah, there there was, and I was watching the undercards for a little bit, and you were scared. You so the no, the, I wasn't. The scared. Fucking cops are gonna come and no, knock down your door. No, I can I can take <laughs> them on. I ain't scared of no cops. My dad burned movies. My dad burned movies when I was growing up. Yeah. That people called him Bernie because <laughs> he burned so many damn movies. That's clever. That's clever. He would pop his seat. He had this whole system, pop this, you know, rent it from Blockbuster. Oh, no. Pop it in the thing. That's illegal. And he would have, we have seven copies of fucking <laughs> Fever Pitch. I swear to God, we have seven copies Wait, of Fever, the, Pit, Fever the Pitch. The Jimmy Fallon version? Yes. Yes. That's the worst movie ever. I don't know why we have seven copies of Fever Pitch. Wait, somebody here likes Fever Pitch. Do you like... I, yeah, I don't mind what Fever Pitch. What the hell? I don't mind Fever worst Pitch. Worst movie ever. Anyway, you have seven copies of Fever Pitch. That, that, that was my point. Why pirating, seven? Why? Pirating stuff. I have no idea. Like one time he wanted to watch it and then lost that copy, you know, gave another copy away to... He basically was Blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> he was like he was like Blockbuster except for free. He was like, hey, do you have a copy of this? Yeah, sure. Here you go. Just keep it. I'll just so, rent it again and burn it again. Now that Blockbuster's dead, you feel free to come out and say that? I, I feel confident in saying that nothing is ever really going to happen, <laughs> but I will say that there are thousands of pirated movies at my, at my parents' house. Right my now. my friend who would come over and watch Simpsons when we got older, he, he's a computer nerd, and uh, that was his thing, too. Like He gave me... Actually, oddly enough, the Simpsons movie there you go. as a birthday present one year, uh, just you know, ripped and burned. And now he he I think ripped them off the internet somewhere, downloaded them illegally because mm-hmm. he he understood the black web a little better than me. Yeah, my dad was at least decent enough to rent it for three dollars <laughs> from Blockbuster. Did he ever keep it long and rack up some late charges, or was he pretty strict about no. t- sending it back? I mean, he got it back on time. Mm. Are you a Redbox guy? No, I, no, because I got HBO Go and I got, um, you know, Netflix. What do you pay for? I pay for HBO Go and Netflix. Do you? You. Mm-hmm. 
I just I assumed you stole those from somebody. No, I pay for HBO Go because I have um my cable company offered me this streaming service and it was uh, HBO and uh. so I'm on this year deal. And at the end of the year my my thing is gonna skyrocket by fifty bucks, but I'll take care of it at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I'll figure it out. I'll go yell at somebody and they'll give it to me for free again. I'll figure it out at some point. But yeah, no, I have I have my own personal HBO Go. You know there's porn on there? On, there, on HBO, there's erotica. There's late night viewing. Yeah, uh, you watched any of those? I looked into one. <laughs> I did. No, I, I was because I was curious, and they don't show you know it happening. <laughs> they don't show it happening. You can't see his finger gestures, but he's <laughs> showing me what it happening <laughs> looks like. <laughs> they don't show that. So you know, Dayton Moore would. Might be okay with that. Yeah, that's fine line. That's fine line. <laughs> uh, no, I I have to get I have to scroll past that to get to the featured movies, which is just a bad design by HBO Go and Roku that I have to go past the late night movies to get to featured movies. Mm-hmm. But the one at at front is some Cinderella spinoff or parody or sexity, like a oh like a porn version. Yeah, a porn version of Cinderella. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious, but I mostly want to watch it for the story. Uh, is that okay? Can I, can I get away ooh. with that? Like no, no, because you can never say at the end of watching a porn, I was watching it for the story. I mean, as as much as you believe that, and as much <laughs> as that might be true, you can't get away with that. Oh, because okay. you still have watched the porn. Sure, sure, yeah. yeah as long as I don't abuse anybody, it's fine. McGregor Mayweather. McGregor Mayweather. <laughs> Who won? Uh, McGregor did no, not win. There you go. <laughs> exactly. One and a half beers. Um, we were both about to drink at the same time. That's the thing that can't happen. I wonder what happens to Conor McGregor afterwards. I wonder what he does now. I wonder who he fights next. I wonder if he tries to dabble a little bit more in boxing. I mean, he's going to fight in UFC again. You think so? But I think he kind of showed that he's not bad at boxing. And he talked about it afterwards. He's like, oh, yeah, it's just fatigue. And as as much as that's part of boxing. So I kind of disagree with that notion. I think he put up a lot better fight than everyone thought he was going to. Yeah, but he was also fighting Floyd Mayweather. Who, I mean, he hasn't knocked anybody out since 2011. He's not sustaining much. From Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather just outlasted him. Yeah. That, I that's, say as a man who did not watch the fight. No, that's the point. He He's a he's a defensive fighter. He is not going to hit that much. He's going to take hits in the early round. Um, but he predicted the whole thing. I mean, he was like, you know, for all the shit that McGregor talked beforehand, like, I'm going to knock him out in 10 rounds. I'm going to knock him out in four rounds. I'm going to knock him out in 10 seconds. You know, that it got down. Now I'm going to knock him out in less than 10 seconds, like four Which days. Which would be a feat considering you need to be down for 10 <laughs> seconds to knock right. somebody out. It would be really impressive. Um, so he didn't have it, but Mayweather was like, the only thing he said all along was, this fight's not going all the way. And it didn't. He tried to bet. Millions of dollars, right? Or a million dollars? Uh, 400000 or oh, something like that's that. That's a <laughs> tiny bet for Floyd. He tried to bet on himself that, what was it? That it would last uh, under nine and a half rounds is what it was. 
then the what the casino said that anything other than just a straight win loss was a problem because then you can start fixing it a little more. So anything other than betting on yourself to win was an issue. I find it unbelievable that he would even be allowed to place a bet on himself at all. I think as long as it's to win, they assume, okay, that's above the board. That's what you're going to try and do anyway. So have at it. Yeah. Is there ways you can get around that? I mean, if you even if you do bet on yourself to win or I mean, maybe you can like send a guy and bet on yourself to lose even right, more right. or something like that. That's shady. I mean, I, I, I find that cr- boxing is shady. Boxing is weird like that. I It's so involved with Vegas and that whole, I, like it's, it's entrenched in that. Did you have a problem with them kind of bending the rules a little bit for this fight, allowing smaller gloves than they would normally allow and even just commissioning the fight to begin with with somebody who's never boxed against someone who's 49 and 0. I don't know what the 8-inch gloves compared to the 10-inch gloves does for entertainment value. Ounce. Ouch. Ounce. Ounce. Yeah. I I don't know what that does for entertainment value, but that was basically at the at the bottom line of everything here. Yeah. This is going to be entertainment. So, we're going gonna- to Right, right, but your your boxing commission or whoever is in charge of these things, like that can't be their their number one goal is entertainment. Like at some point, you have to think we exist to keep people safe, and you commission this fight. That Floyd was agreed to it. Essentially a farce. Yeah, I'm sure Floyd did. Connor's the one I'd be worried about keeping safe. Or you mean the gloves? I mean, everything that Connor wanted to do, Floyd agreed to. Yeah, he was right. like, I'll play by your rules, and I'll, I'm still going to beat you. It doesn't It doesn't matter. And he me. did. It's just, what a way to get your 50th win. Way to go, Floyd. Wait a minute. Way what? to go, What are you Floyd? talking about? He, it was a joke of a fight. It was a joke of a fight. Why? Because you're boxing somebody who's never boxed before. You're out there in this horse and pony show. And and you're gonna tout that as your fiftieth win. That should have been an exhibition that doesn't count towards anything. It should have been on Fox Primetime, just like celebrity boxing. It was the, a joke. It was a joke. This is what I always say though. Like, there was a no win situation for Floyd. A no win situation. Exactly. A, Why was it a thing? Like you cannot win and you saw the narrative afterwards. Oh, just because Connor took him nine and a half rounds. He wins, or you know, he's this you know special kind of superstar now. So don't you think that it took some guts? No, because it's not a no-win situation. It was a three hundred million dollar situation, or whatever he got paid that day. You can say no win all you want when it comes to reputation. He got paid. Yeah, and that, in the end, that's what Floyd's all about. Money Mayweather. But, but if he loses to Conor McGregor, it's a shame and embarrassment. Yeah, that was never going to happen though. And if he beats Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor still wins because Floyd didn't knock him out within five rounds. Yeah, Conor Connor was in a win-win. Right. Floyd, I wouldn't say no win, but not a whole lot to gain either outside of cash. I always wonder what really, really rich people, <laughs> why, why do that? You know, like, why... Tr- almost make a fool of yourself for $300 million. I mean, it's a lot of money. You already got more than that. Yeah, but he also, like, did he have more than that? Because he owed the IRS however much he owed the IRS. And I, 
I think he ran out of money. So you think he had to do I think he had to fight, yeah. Which is why I think in a year and a half, we're going to see Floyd Mayweather versus whomever. I like Floyd, um, and not as a person, obviously, and that whole deal. Because he watches porn. (laughs) That that whole deal, like, if you root for Floyd, you're rooting for a, a... a wife beater, you know, or a de- domestic abuser mm-hmm. and all. Whatever, man. I mean, I am rooting for Floyd, the boxer. He's 49-0. and 0. He's one of the greatest to ever do it. He's 15-0. And I want to see boxing stand up to this asshole, Conor McGregor, <laughs> who thinks he could just come in and talk a whole bunch of shit like a whirlwind, like, like he's crazy, and get away with it, you know? So I, I was rooting for Floyd hard during that fight. I don't like Connor at all. And I think in a way, and I, I don't think it's not, not personal here. Floyd is the lesser of two evils between those two. That's interesting. Cause you are definitely in the minority there. I know. I don't get what the, I don't get what the deal is on Floyd. I mean, I mean, besides the domestic abuse thing. Well, there is that it's is uh, that. yeah. It's a huge factor. He's a boring boxer. Connor, Connor pisses me off so much more than Floyd does. At least with with McGregor, you know it's an act. Like I don't I don't think he believes anything he's saying, and so which I, pisses I just, me off. I see. I just give him props for being a good showman. No, see, I hate that. You got to be, you got to be real, be a real person, be a real living, breathing person. Floyd Mayweather really likes money, so he throws money everywhere. You know. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably an act too, but that one—I don't like that one as much. I like Connor's act better than Floyd's act. I think Floyd seems more real than Connor, and I think that's what it comes down to for me. I—I I, I don't relate to Floyd in any way. I relate to the Irish. I, I don't ginger. either. I don't relate. Yeah. To, I mean, I. I'm a hell of a lot closer to Conor McGregor than I am Floyd Mayweather. You have That's the same sure. first name. Exactly. Also, your Irishness. And I have fantastic muscles and a tattoo that says McGregor on my chest. But That's about it. Can I see it? Yeah, sure. Oh, After this second beer. That's really cool. Well, you're not done yet. I've been talking to him. I want to get to my I have so ideas. many thoughts to get to. How's that taste? <sighs> What's your idea? We're, we're not to the ideas segment yet. What do you want me to do? Chug this? No. You want to talk about Survivor? It's really good. I'll chug. What else have I been watching? Yeah. What else have you been watching? Um, This is. We got about halfway through Handmaid's Tale. What the? What is that? Oh, it's on Hulu. You don't have Hulu. It's Hulu's like. No, I hate Hulu. What? Oh yeah. Hulu's got original programming like Handmaid's Tale. Also. The Mindy Project. The Mindy Project. See, there's two of them. Why can you? You can't hate someone with two good shows. I paid for Hulu. Uh-huh. Once upon a time, mm-hmm. that show's on there too. The I paid for Hulu show. No, once upon a time. Oh, it's not Hulu original though. So, I paid for Hulu for like two months, and uh, I was completely and utterly disappointed. I mean, I didn't think I, I didn't. First of all, like the selection they had on there. Mm-hmm. You still have to watch ads, right? You, you well, they have a, a higher tier now that you can bypass the ads. It's pay. You have to pay more. Do you have the higher tier? I do not. I don't mind ads. So you I am there, an advertising major. You pay eleven ninety five a month 
for Hulu and you're still watching ads in the middle of your TV show segments? Why is that any What kind wor- of life Hang is on, that? No, why is that any worse than paying 60 bucks for cable and still watching ads? I I don't know. I don't know either. I, I pay to think a about fifth it. of what cable is and I get a lot of the same content. Maybe I just expect it with cable. Like yeah. it, it's part of the deal. It's so cheap. I can watch a couple ads. With streaming services, I that is not what I expect out of it. That is not my expectation of what a streaming service is. You know what I hate though on Hulu is uh they've started this thing. They have ads before it starts and they say which ad experience would you prefer? And you have to choose oh, it's like gotta be a commercial. A, it's got to be an interactive experience. Right, yeah, oh which means God. I either have to sit there for an extra 20 seconds to let the time go away, or I have to find the remote and push OK twice, because the first time just like turns the remote on. So I have to push the remote twice, and that's going to take 15 of the 20 seconds anyway. I don't want that. I don't want that. You know they started doing this thing now, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but on Facebook... You watch videos, okay, and all the stuff pops up on my Facebook, and and you know, it used to be all food. I've seen less of the making the food videos now for whatever reason, but a video pops up every once and again that I'm interested in, uh huh, and I start watching it, uh oh, and then it starts saying ad will pop up or the ad will start, and then there's this circle that goes around at the end of the circle, the ad pops. Really. Up. There's an ad in the middle of the video. That's tricky. That's smart, Facebook. So then... They've got you hooked. But immediately when I see that, when I see that pop up in the bottom left corner and it's like, okay, ad's starting soon, I move on. Yeah. I'm, this, I decide that this video is not worth an extra 10 seconds of my time. Is that no, it's okay. a terrible way of looking at things? No, it's 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 fine. I I do this all the time on Facebook where... I start to watch a video and I'll, I'll literally get four seconds into the thing. And then I'll say, wait, why am I watching this video? Take this beer. This video is awful. And I move on four seconds into it. But in this case, they've already gotten your play. So from an analytics stats standpoint, it will say, Connor Happer, watch this video. Plus, some people will sit there and watch the ad. If the ad was at the beginning, more people would say, no, thank you. With it in the middle, they get higher numbers. Genius. I think that's genius. It is I've, genius. I've never that's made why I'm it, mad about it. Never made it that far into a Facebook video, so I didn't know that was a thing. Really? Yeah. So you haven't, you've never seen that? No, I've never seen that. Like I said, I, I literally make it four seconds into a video, and I think, wait a minute, I don't want to watch this video. I like your glass. Isn't it great? I, I'm a, I feel pretty low class over here. You got to bring glass next time we do this. I don't. All I have are the the standard pint glasses. I don't have any fancy glasses like that. We were at this local brewery last week and. Um, we had had a couple beers and I go up to the counter afterward and I, I well, first of all, I say to Mark, I said, I'm going to buy one of those glasses because those things are awesome. Are you not saying the name of the brewery because you don't want to offend all the brewers that sponsor us? I don't know why I'm not saying it. <laughs> okay. Do you want me to say it? No, I don't. I like this better. Okay. Except um, I like the brewery. Let's say the glass is different. The glass of the local brewery is different from the beer that we're drinking. Oh, yeah, which is Zipline's Alpha Modern. Yes. Thank so, you, Zipline, for selling us this beer. Count, count it at full price <laughs> from High V. From a retailer. <laughs> um, but so I went up to you and I was like, I'm gonna buy one of these glasses because these glasses are pretty damn cool, and I don't have a glass like this. So I went up to the counter and I bought one. You're like, oh man, big spender. And I was like, this glass is five dollars, and it's awesome. <laughs> 
I've never spent five dollars on any kitchenware. But you want this glass? I do want that glass. This is the dilemma. This is the dilemma. You I do would, have like a an Oktoberfest glass, like a Stein. Yeah, like a little bubble Stein. Those are cool. Yeah, that was free. Did you get it for free? Yeah. I did. <laughs> Thank you, Piedmont. Uh, a thing if that is a consistent theme with Mark. You know what I'm gonna say? He loves deals. Love deals. And it's, uh, it's an emotional thing for Mark. Um, he can't pass up any deals. I can see you honestly being a extreme couponer. Oh, I've thought about it. I'm also lazy, which is a problem. Right. Extreme couponing. Counterbalance. Hey, guess how much these shorts cost me? Free. Nine dollars from J.C. Penny. Nine bucks. The shirt was free. The hat was free. These glasses were not free. There's a problem with our healthcare in this country. Should we get into that? We're on to beer three, by the way. Do is we... that an idea? I think so. Hey, I should get free glasses. That's my idea. This is going to be the podcast where we just ask for free shit. <laughs> At least sponsors. We should have sponsors. I mean, I think beer would be the main sponsor. Should we hire a salesman? Go out and uh, sell our show? No, I mean, I think the headhunters will find us. Oh, we should get an intern. An intern salesman. We are accepting applications. Threebeerslater.com. Threebeerslater.com. Have we not mentioned that yet? Three beers later. The number three beers. No. No, the, 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 the word The three. spelled out three beerslater.com. Though if you're listening to this, you found threebeerslater.com because it's not up on iTunes yet probably. Congratulations. Good work. Okay. We're on to beer number three. Um, I have I, <laughs> I feel liberated. Yeah. Like I have gotten out a, a significant amount of takes. There's been no breaks. I don't have to worry about time, anything like that. I'm just talking with my good friend Mark, and I'm drinking beer. This is excellent. Should we like play a legal ID or <sighs> something like that? No, or, I don't want to hear that word uh, ever again. Uh, Harry's shaving read. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. I want to keep drinking. Do you? Uh, let's see. What do you? What do you think about the new outside linebacker <sighs> situation? <laughs> Alex Alex Davis is he gonna do well? You know, you're breaking all the rules to your own podcast now. That's the beauty of having your own podcast. (laughs) The rules are breakable. I think all of our listeners for this first one will be in Lincoln, Nebraska, so I'm not too worried about alienating anybody. All right. Good. I don't want anybody to hear this. Hey, I've got an idea. This should be the name of the segment. Hey, I've got an idea. It's good. Seedless apples. Why do you have to throw away, like, 25% of your apple? What? No, I just that's all of the apple. They when make, you get down to the core and you get to the seeds, you have eaten 100% of the apple. No, there's more apple. Why do I have to throw anything away? Especially the inside. How much more apple? The that part. I want to eat that part. There's little apple to be eaten at that point. They make seedless grapes. They make seedless watermelon. They make seedless potatoes. If you eat them before the eyes sprout, so didn't know potatoes had seeds in them. Honestly, they just kind of sprout. I think the potato itself is the seed. I always was under the impression that if I ate watermelon seeds, then I would grow a watermelon inside me. It's true. That's fact. I was told that, and I still haven't proven it wrong. That sounds to this like day. something your grandpa would tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Was it your grandpa? Uh, I don't know, just multiple people throughout my life. I can't um, immediately trace it back to my grandfather, but 
It's possible. Do you call him your grandfather? No. I don't. That would have been very fascinating. I've I've never <laughs> I've never done that in my entire life. Uh seedless apples, huh? Yeah. I I I don't think that would be worth the effort. The, the, what effort? From whom? Scientists? What else are they doing? Are seedless watermelons a a product of science? Or are seedless watermelons a product of man? <laughs> Men doing science. They they go in there. <laughs> what? And they suck out the seeds no, no, with no, a they vacuum, grow them right? That way. No, <laughs> please tell me you didn't actually think that. No, but yes. I didn't know how they yeah. got them out. I, honestly, I don't know how they do that. Well, you can only do it once, and then there's no more seedless watermelons because you have no seeds to make any more. That's a bad idea. <laughs> it's a bad business model, right? Really? Huh? Um. Yeah. No, I just think I like seed. Watermelons with seeds in them are fine. You can't even find those anymore. I know. Everything's seedless. But I take a bite into a seed, seeded watermelon, mm-hmm. and I eat one of the seeds goes in my mouth, I spit it out. It's, I, it's not a problem. See, I was always a swallower. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. It's no issue for me. Swallow my gum, too. What? Yeah. I, don't, I have no idea when the last time I... I, I chew a lot of gum. I have I, no idea when the last time I spit out a piece of gum was. I once tracked a piece of gum. You know, you, they say seven years, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. After you swallow a piece of gum, it stays in for seven years. And I remember the day... I forgot it now. But I remember the the day still. It was May 16th of some year. And I remember thinking every May 16th after that is like, man... I swallowed my gum. It's only one year left on this gum now. It's been way past seven years now. It's gone. You never found it? I uh, never found Maybe it. Maybe it's still in there. And now I know that to be an absolute lie and joke. Not like the, the seeded watermelon thing. Where you swallow the seed. That's your only idea? What idea do you have? I don't know. Jeez. I just always want to create a new beer that tastes good. Oh, I had a dream last night. I was dreaming about this show and what it was going to be like the first time we did the show. And naturally, my dream went to what beer are we drinking, which was a big topic of conversation. Zipline should feel honored. It was honestly the only thing we talked about before we started this podcast. <laughs> what beer are we going to drink? It's the only thing we thought about at all. Yeah, and we still didn't know until Connor showed up today. Uh, but I had this dream last night, and in this dream, we were drinking chop- chocolate chip cookie IPAs. Which is really something for you, something for me. It sounds like the ideal beer. Because I, I love chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, there are no M&M this. cookies. But. I just don't think that that would be good at it all. It was very good in the, in the dream. Kind of sweet. I, don't, I didn't get the, the notes of chocolate that claimed to be there. Have you ever it was, had a, it was very good. You ever had a dream journal before? I have not. Have you? I have, and I stopped putting entries into the dream journal, but lately I've been having more vivid dreams for whatever reason. I am so interested in that, and I and I traced it back. I just think about it when I wake up, and I think what I dreamed of and who the people were in my dreams, and it's always something that I had thought about very, very briefly Okay, during the previous day. And they end up being a very center focal point in my dream. I don't know why. I'm interested in that. 
It's your brain saying, hey, you remember, we should, we should talk about this a little more. Go back, go back to this thought you had. It's important. Think about it a little more. I love dreams. What's your best entry into your dream journal? Um, oh, you've got it on your phone? I, yeah, I think I, I still... Kinda, I was kind of hoping you had an actual journal. I think I still have them here. Um, I didn't know this was going to take so long. Hey, what are they going to do without Chris Jones in the second day? <laughs> Is that my cue to drink again? No, just trying to fill some time. Well, the notes on my phone are kind of ridiculous right now i i don't know where the dream journal went honestly oh there it is okay um entry number one into the dream journal was april this this note started on april 8th of 2016 um this one just says jake pv doesn't care about the red Sox. that's true he does not give one flying i can't say it i can't say it i can't i can't throw out an f um another one says Carrying around a two liter of Mountain Dew couldn't put it down. <laughs> like it was stuck to your hand or you were just really attached to I, it? I like don't I, remember these now. <laughs> so I'll, all I have to go off of is what I wrote in the dream journal. <laughs> these partial sentences. This is, a, this is epic. I mean, like, I, I don't, I've never shared all of these. I don't think. These are interesting. Good thing you're doing this episode one when yeah. nobody's found us yet. Um, one just says, fingers wouldn't go in catcher's mitt. No. Did you just hold the mitt then? Like, hold it top and bottom and catch it like that? I'm like, not sure how I accomplished what I was going to accomplish. Were you catching? Must have been. Uh, one hour long interview with Scott Van Pelt. You were interviewing Scott Van Pelt or he was interviewing you? I think you? I was interviewing him. Did you ask him whether he's really bald? I actually remember this one a little bit. Okay. He came here. Well, naturally. To the station for some reason, and he was wearing a suit. As he usually does. And he came in, and we interviewed him. Um, one says, Ryan the Fever told me to ride the freight elevator at the K, but it broke. Didn't die, though. That's good. I've heard if you die in your dream, you dr die in real life. Uh, Derek Dieter's selfie with me during some kind of apocalypse. Um, Wait, some kind of apocalypse? Couldn't put a finger what on that one. What kind of apocalypse? Uh, had to go visit my uncle in jail, but my uncle was George Bluth. <laughs> That's a really good one, honestly. Oh, another Scott Van Pelt one. Scott Van Pelt showed up at the ticket with a suit on. Oh, different dream. And took a picture. <laughs> then we had to go before someone sees us. Oh. That's always the end of it. My most vivid dream from my childhood was I was hiding from a serial killer. Uh-huh. And he would the, the deal with the serial killer was he automatically killed you if he saw you. Damn. You're automatically dead. Um so I mean that was that was I died a couple of times. That was a recurring one. I remember uh having this dream where there were these terrorists, these Muslim terrorists, which is just a bad stereotype for a little 6-year-old Mark to have. But he would come into our house, and then he would open this trap door on my bed, and there would be lava inside, and he would push me in. Weird. <laughs> Very weird. See, I wonder about dreams and what, <clears throat> you know, what it goes back to and stuff like that. These, these are things that apparently I think about. Scott Van Pelt. You think about Scott Van Pelt all the time. Do you watch uh, his, his sports center? Like, are you watching that before you go to sleep? Or? No, I, no, not anymore. I mean, maybe... 
maybe when I was making entries into my dream journal, but I have I have not watched. <laughs> you need to find a better name for it than dream journal. I haven't watched ESPN in quite some time. I mean, except for live sporting events, I just don't watch ESPN. Because you hate their liberal agenda. Where does that come from? Why do people say that? Because what evidence do we have of ESPN having a liberal agenda? They let a girl into the broadcast booth for not only baseball, but also football. A girl, Connor. A girl with boobs. That was me drinking once again. See, I I don't know. Do you get it? Do you understand why that? No, but I also don't watch ESPN, so I couldn't tell you. They fired Kurt Schilling because he was too conservative. I just, what? Also, because he wanted to like kill journalists or something. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that goes around along with that. The way ESPN is doing their programming now, and the way Fox Sports One is doing their programming, and they're having these debate shows, and that's really the centerpiece of the whole entire network now. Debate shows. Mm-hmm. Who watches that? Do you know anyone who watches Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman? No, because everyone I know has a job. Yeah, I guess. Um, I feel like they exist off of waiting rooms, sports bars that are open at 10 a.m. And and, and I guess I get it to an extent because it's, it's social media and half the shit that they say just automatically just goes viral because it's so ridiculously insane. That's what they live for. Yeah. That's what they live for right there is just that, that two minute bite in a 10 minute segment that they can share. And if, if it weren't for social media, I would have no idea that that stuff exists. Right. Exactly. No clue. Uh, we need to do that more of that. We need to do we, more hot takes. We should make the idea segment just a hot take segment. I'm not hot enough. That's basically what it is. I mean, you just said you wanted seedless apples. I want seedless apples. I just it's so much waste. All right. I'm this I'm this leftist environmentalist. Anybody that knows me knows that to be true. Um, no, that's not true. Or is it true? You, you run pretty middle of the road, I think, don't you? You don't know, do you? No, I I that's my that is my take. I think you run pretty middle of the road. I'm glad you think that. Maybe a tad to the right. <laughs> or is it a tad to the left? <laughs> a tad to the right. I'm going to go tad to the right. Did I nail it? Uh, I don't know. Uh, confusing times. See, confusing see, once times. again, middle of the road. Middle of the road. <laughs> Look, politics are fine. Well, just, because you're, politics are fine. just because you're somewhat on the right doesn't mean you like Donald Trump. Did you vote for Donald Trump? I didn't vote. You didn't vote. Did not vote. You're did the not, problem. Did not do my civic wow. duty. Wow. It's because you never registered in Lincoln, did you? Mm. That's a whole other thing. Uh-oh. How, how much beer do you have? You uh, have I got a half a beer. All right. <laughs> this is going great, honestly. <laughs> um, so, I, I grew up in Omaha, and I went to college in Lincoln, and now I live in Lincoln, obviously, but... You know, I, I'm back and forth between Omaha and Lincoln a lot because my girlfriend lives in Omaha, and but I live in Lincoln. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line. Give your address. I was driving down. Me and my girlfriend were driving down to Kansas City from Lincoln. Got pulled over on Highway Deuce, 
Mm-hmm. That's two. About Nebraska City. Guy pulls me over. I was just going, I mean, I was going way over. It was like, <laughs> uh, it was a 55 mile an hour zone. I thought it was a 65 mile an hour zone. I was going 71. Oh. Okay. When it, when it drops down, but like three miles before town. Yep. Uh-oh. Nailed it. So he gets me, pulls over in this little parking lot, this little building that's sitting there. <laughs> Ooh. <sighs> Pretty good. Um, that's two and a half beers right there. And he and he comes up to the window. Really, really nice guy. And he comes up to the window. His license registration. You know how fast you're going? I was like, um, yeah, I guess. I mean, you know, that's a rhetorical question, rhetorical question when cops ask you that. How fast were you going? Yeah, you know exactly how fast you were. Right. I didn't know. I honestly didn't know the speed limit. Uh-huh. I thought it was a 65 and it was a 55. And I was like, oh, F, I'm F'd. You know? Did you answer the question? Did you say I'm going 71? I was like, I said no. Basically, to the extent smart, that's smart. I said no. Yeah. And he's like, okay, license and registration. He goes back to the car. He runs the whole deal. And on my license, it still has my address in Omaha. And on my registration, my car is registered in Omaha. Guy comes back up to the car. And he looks at my car. You know, he's he's got this inquisitive look on his face. I'm like, what in the <laughs> hell is going on right now? Am I about to get in really big trouble? He's looking at the car out in front. And he goes, do you have another Malibu? I drive a Chevrolet, Chevrolet Malibu. A Chevrolet Malibu. Yeah. A, yeah. Che- a Chevy Malibu. I drive a Malibu. A Chevrolet. And he uh, and he's like, do you own another Malibu? I'm like, No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's weird enough that I own one Malibu. I don't have a monocle. All right, I'm not so rich that I have two cars, sir. So he's like, "Do you have a do you have a second Malibu?" I'm like, "What the shit are you talking about, dude?" So he's like, so he, so he pulls out my registration. He shows me. He goes, "It says in this registration your car is white, and my car is not white. My car is black. The opposite of white, right?" Yeah. And I'm like. What the hell is going on? <laughs> so they screwed me at the dealership that I bought my car or the DMV or whatever. And, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to get that fixed. And then he's like, so, you know, that moves on. And the second problem is my license says Omaha. And he goes, is this car permanently domiciled in Lincoln? And I go, yes. Wait, how did, how did he know that? Because he asked me the, que- the, the, you know, the preliminary question. Where are you coming from? Where do you live? Where are you going? Uh, oh, go to the Royals game. Oh, so fun. That you was know? dumb. I said I lived in Lincoln. The dude was charming. You and fell he goes, into his trap. This car is permanently domiciled in Lincoln. I said, yes, <laughs> it is permanently domiciled said, in Lincoln. He said, what does domiciled mean? Um, so then he's like, hey, you got to get your uh, address address changed because Lincoln's going to want their wheel tax. Should I be saying this on this podcast? Do you think any city officials are going to be listening to this? Hey, uh, city officials, if you're listening to this. Disregard. Is, uh, off the record. Off the record. <laughs> there, you're covered. Um, so he's like, yeah, Lincoln wants their wheel tax probably. I'm like, okay. So then, I, so, you know, he just basically gives me a warning. On that. So I was like, oh, I'm fucked on the ticket. He's going to give me, he's going to give me the ticket so hard. Mm-hmm. And he gave me a warning. Wow. Off, scot-free. See you later. Going to Kansas City. Look at you. Nothing. What a story that was. What a story. I've, uh, yeah, my my car is registered correctly, but my license still says Shelton, Nebraska, which is where I lived four years ago. Um, And that, nobody in Lincoln has cared. Not one person in Lincoln has cared. When I lived in Shelton, 
my license said Omaha. And it wasn't until a month before I moved out of Shelton that I got it changed to Shelton. But it said Omaha, and everybody in Shelton cared. Every time I got pulled over in Shelton, they said, so how long you lived here? I go, I don't know, like a year and a half, two years. They said, oh, well, you, uh, you're you supposed to get this changed within three months. So change this. But now I've been pulled over, I don't know, two or three times in Lincoln over the last four years, and nobody said a word. They don't even question the fact that my registration says Lincoln and my license says somewhere that's not Lincoln. Hmm. Is that weird? I'm paying the wheel tax, I guess. No. Yeah. If all they care about the wheel tax, they got that from me. It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. Lincoln doesn't care. Okay. That's good to know for a future reference yeah, for me because right. I don't plan on really changing my address. <laughs> Are you moving? Still off the record. <laughs> this is This is fine. How much beer do you have left? I'm out. Do you have any more ideas? Do I have any more ideas? Um, I think there should be like vegetables that come with guidelines on chopping them so that I can chop them evenly. Give me an example. Like if I'm trying to cut a potato into even slices to make a soup, there should be lines on there so I can cut them evenly. Or a zucchini. Because otherwise they cook unevenly. A lot of my ideas are going to come down to food. Oh, yeah. I love food. It's real good. (laughs) Real good. You know what's better? I've never encountered that problem. And honestly, I probably unevenly cook food all the time. Yeah, but I watch all these Food Network shows or Gordon Ramsay shows. And they say that's the most important thing is cooking it, chopping evenly so that they cook evenly. Hmm. Because you didn't want to serve somebody a potato and have one overcooked and one undercooked because they didn't cook at the same rate because they're unevenly chopped. But you can't just measure that out. You can't just say, okay, this is a third, this is a third, and this is a third of the potato. No. I think that's a personal problem. I think they should put guidelines on the potato. I mean, They can make seedless watermelons that somehow continue to recreate and regenerate, and yet they can't put guidelines on a potato? I had no ideas today. But, except for my dream journal, which I shared to the world. Thank you for that. I have no ideas today, but I can say that your ideas suck. Seedless apples is a good idea. Guidelines is a borderline good idea. But seedless apples is a great idea. All right. I've finished my beer. I think that means the show's over. All right. How about that? We We just threw that thing together. With lots and lots of preparation. Countless hours. Man hours, I mean, there's you and there's me and there's the interns and there's the production staff, the salespeople, management. Thank you, management. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, us. Seriously, though. Sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. I think part of this show is, I mean, it's going to be real personal. I I I want people to know us a little bit better. I think that's part of this, too. And I feel like we accomplished that a little bit tonight. I said, like. I don't know, probably two or three F-words. Wow. Really? Yeah. I missed them. Really? It was just like a normal conversation yeah. that we really accomplished nice. what we were trying to do. I caught a couple S-words. We're still calling them S-words. So I think what we should do at the end of every um, episode of the podcast is give our beer review, though. Okay. Okay. Three beers later, it's officially upon us. What do you think? I tore all the labels off my beer. I didn't even notice I did that. Uh, the Alpha Modern. Alpha Modern from Zipline. Uh, the 4.9, 
is going to be a little bit of an issue for me if I'm buying it at the store. Which is funny because I think everything in my fridge right now is four or five or below. But if I'm drinking at home, I'm only drinking one or two when I need it to do its job. So that four nine session IPA is an issue. That said, it was really good. It's not it's not a hoppy IPA. I always forget which coast is the juicy coast when we're talking IPAs. West. See, I was thinking east. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know. One of us is wrong. <laughs> uh, but it's definitely that coast style because it's very juicy, very grapefruity. Uh, and I love, I've got a grapefruit in the company fridge right now. I love grapefruit. I give it, should we rate it? Out of five or 10? 10. I need more numbers. Okay. I will give it an 8.2. Wow, that's, that's very high. I, I like it. I like it. That's pretty high. Yeah. If it had more alcohol, I'd give it higher. I mean, I'm a generous rater too. Honestly, Zipline has been putting out some awesome stuff. Zipline is awesome, and I am more inclined to drink one of their beers just because of the way they present it and their track record, um, and this is also really good. I mean, I think a Zipline IPA is probably a top five beer for me, and this is not, but like, <laughs> I'm not saying that it's bad or anything like that. I, I really, really enjoyed it. So it's, it's less hoppy than their regular IPA for sure. Um, let's, I'll go a little lower than it's seven and a half. Seven, five. Yeah. I go with, I, I have a pretty tough grading scale. Like there's never going to be a 10. Oh, I'm going to give tens there, like there, every other week. There will not be a 10. This Zipline Alpha Modern is my favorite beer right now. It's like how, how you rate girls, you know, like there's there's not a 10. All right. Uh, this is episode number one of the Three Beers Later podcast. Mark Gonweiler, Connor Happer. This has been the Alpha Modern episode. Episode one. Any final thoughts? Thanks for listening. You made it all the way through. Follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to us on iTunes whenever that's a thing. And uh, check back to Three Beers Later on a weekly basis because we'll be churning these out. We'll talk next time.